After my last code retreat, Lars Eckert sent me some questions regarding facilitation. Lars, here are your answers. Hi, my name is Peter Kofler. I am the code cop. Obviously, I am fanatic about clean code and for many years I tried hard to develop quality software. Eventually, I had to change my motto to developing quality software developers. In this podcast, I will answer questions about facilitation, hosting, and participation of coded reads, or any kind of hands-on session in general. If you have any questions regarding your coded read, please send me an email or leave a comment. Could there be any problems if all participants are first-time coded read participants? So usually like 50% of the participants are first-timers, but it's possible that everybody's a first-timer because maybe it's the first code retreat in the company or in the area. So that is great if there are a lot of first-timers. They have so much learning before them and so much fun. I envy people being on the code retreat for the first time. But in such a situation, there's nothing special to do. I would just stick to the basic layout, use standard sessions, standard exercises, nothing too fancy. Probably I'm focusing more on the Coding Dojo Mindset, see episode 10 for the Coding Dojo Mindset, but then I'm always focusing on it, so it's not special either. Also, it might be important to explain the day structure and the exercise in more detail, uh, so see episode 5 for the day structure and episode 2 how to explain the game of life. A similar question is what to do if no participants have ever heard of the game of life? So is it uh, required for participants to know the game of life? No, it's not required to know the game of life. There is no need to do it up front, so it's perfectly fine. In fact, the first session is dedicated to understanding the assignment See episode 2, how to explain the game of life. Last next question was if it is required to know the game of life if you're the facilitator. Like should you do the assignment before facilitating a code retreat? So in theory you can facilitate the code retreat without being a coder. See episode 12 uh, together with Oliver. So the answer is no. But this is very rare. So if you are a coder, I recommend solving it one or twice to get an idea what people will be facing. Aspects you want to look for while solving the assignment as uh, primarily the algorithm because people will have questions regarding that, the domain because some constraints focus on the domain, maybe design elements or wording from the requirements, and data structures. For the game of life, most people will start with an array, which is sad in a way, but that's just how it is. If you're in a hurry, you can also review some uh, finished uh, solutions, different solutions, but of course this is less fun than finding them for yourselves. Christian Huya has an implementation available in several programming languages. I will link uh, to it in the notes. Or you just Google for implementations of game of life. There are plenty. I will link some uh, more weird ones in the show notes, extra mentioning uh, Apache Ant, one line of APL, maybe 256 bytes of Commodore assembly, SQL, and XSLT, so style sheets. That's all possible. 
If you want to run the more advanced constraints, like no if or cyclomatic complexity zero, I also recommend trying that for yourself. So you know what people uh, will struggle with and maybe you can support them. This year's Global Day of Cosigerate is coming up, so let's talk a bit about the global aspect. So during the Global Day of Cosigerate, which activities can we do to support the global event? So in fact, the Global Day of Cosigerate is just a regular Cosigerate that is at the same time in many places, so we want to get the feeling of a global connection. But we don't have to. Everything is optional, you don't have to do anything if it stresses you, all global activities are optional, as I said. But still, it would be nice to be connected. So start with registering your event on the Codetreat site, so people can find you. And uh, at least in the intro slides, uh, talk about the global event. Maybe that there are like 160 to 200 cities participating, at least in the last years. So make people aware that this is a global event. You might also get hold of some offers uh, special for the Global Day of Cotitrade. For example, Corey Haynes is usually offering a discount for his book. And then I uh, would start some activities, like minimum activities is uh, using Twitter to create some buzz. So I'm sending tweets when a session starts or stops. Uh, there used to be a nice uh, page, the Codetrade hosting tools, which is not available at the moment, but I trust Trimo to make it available until the global day. So a tweet would be location like Vienna, uh, first session started, and then the hashtag. So that's nice, so you can also follow other locations by using the Twitter. The next cool thing is a video wall where you can see some locations in the same time zone. Again, this was provided by hosting tools in the last year. It's really cool to see other locations working or being on the break. We put it on a large screen in the back of the room. There's nothing else to do. Just uh, see it. And you might put a sticky with your location somewhere in the view of the camera. Maybe also the session constraint, but that's optional. I really like looking at the screen from time to time and seeing my uh, friends all over Europe also facilitating code treats. That's really cool. If you have only one screen, uh, because you're using that uh, for your facilitation slides, you can always uh, show the video wall in the breaks or during the session when you don't need the projector. The next cool thing that I really would like to have is a Twitter war that is uh, live feeding uh, the tweets uh, regarding the hashtag. There's a lot of activity on Twitter during the global day and it's also nice to see who is starting, who is stopping. Sometimes people are posting new constraints or screenshots of code. That's cool. That could be on another screen in the back or in the front, somewhere on the side. Um, if you have extra machines and screens. The classic thing to connect with other locations would be the chat. So a video chat, like a Skype call or whatever, with uh, participants of another location. This is a bit problematic uh, because it needs more organization. While it is possible to have a chat in every break, but sometimes technology doesn't work as expected. So don't freak out. If the call is not happening, it's not working out, Let's move on to the session. 
I recommend joining the Software Crafter Slack channel, uh, Slack team, and the CodeTreat channel to find people that facilitate CodeTreats in other uh, places so you can connect with them. Best seems to be a location that is four to five hours apart with your location, so you are still in sync with the break. And in the lunch break, you could have a call, and they are talking about their day. Either uh, they are starting the day or they are finishing the day, so that's good points to get in sync. If you really plan a lot of these calls, I would try to find someone else who would be like the director of communication, because you will be busy facilitating. You could even ask a participant to talk to other locations and they would share a bit uh, what's going on at our code retreat and I did that in the past. I also heard about uh, remote sessions between locations. I've never tried that, um, but maybe with the current COVID situation and everybody being remote, maybe this uh, is an option and it will be more widespread. That is all for this episode. I'm Peter Kofler and I wish you luck with your next code retreat or hands-on workshop. If you have any questions regarding your code retreat, please send me an email or leave a comment. I'm looking forward to hear from you how your event went. Code retreats are awesome. Let's have 